What up, what up, everybody? Y'all already know who it is. It's Big Monster Don. It's Young and Goo, baby. And we are the impeccable degenerates. Who else we gonna be? That's right, that's right, that's right. Hey, we got we got a good one for y'all today. You know, we're gonna talk about something that's very, very dear to our heart. And it, and all the motherfuckers that really know, and y'all listen to this, y'all gonna understand why we talking about it because it's uh it's very something very impressionable in our childhood. And a lot of people can relate to it, ain't that right, young? Hell yeah, man. This is gonna cut deep for some people. For some, others kind of probably gonna be like, Y'all some fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got this far, you at least listen to the ad, you can cut the shit off. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Listen to the ad, cut the shit off, you know. And every cent counts, you know what I'm talking about. Listen to the ad, cut it off. You know, we trying we trying to get mm-hmm. paid out here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but for real though. <laughs> So what we got up today, young? Uh, we can talk about some motherfucking wrestling and shit. Wrestling from the if you from down here, it's called wrestling. Mm-hmm. Depends on what county you're going to. You know what I mean, <laughs> you know, unicorn wrestling. We a little bit more uh, sophisticated up here in Washington County. It's wrestling slash wrestling. Uh, Carter County is wrestling. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, man, we're gonna talk a little bit about that today. What it, you know, influence, uh, you know, on our childhood, uh, what it meant to us, and just some memories about uh, the good old wrestling, and just we're just gonna divulge in some of our favorite wrestlers and favorite era of wrestling and this and that. So you know, we got a good one. We got a good one going. First, before we do anything, give out, give a shout out to Tennessee, man. Oh, they won the day. <laughs> they won the day. Wish they should have. They beat a team they should have. Wasn't surprised. Uh, the, I watched some of the game while I was trying to work today. The defense looked a little lackluster. We, come on. We got to work on the defense. But the offense showed up today. We did We did what we were supposed to do. And I'm okay with it. How you feeling about the next couple games? Those are also games that we should win, man. I don't think we – I don't think we're – we shouldn't. We shouldn't lose another game this year. That's what I was thinking, too. We shouldn't lose another game this year. And so what it's going to come down to is mm-hmm. we need TCU or, like, Ohio State to lose to, to drop one or, like, lose our, like, conference championship game. Yeah. Uh, we don't necessarily need Georgia to get, you know, to lose in the SEC championship. So if like LSU makes it to the SEC championship mm-hmm. and it's like Georgia, it would kind of help us out if Georgia like dog walk them mm-hmm. because that's a team that we beat too and we looked formidable against Georgia. So I mean, we're we're the first team on the outside looking in for the playoffs. There's hope, man. There's hope. We just need some things to fall in our place and. And if it does, it does. And if it don't, it don't. We've already, for me, we they've already exceeded my expectations for this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought coming into the season, we're probably going to be like a three-loss team. Mm-hmm. And right now, we're sitting on one loss. So, and for the most, for the most of the year, we was undefeated. So, and we're top five ranked. I have no complaints. Yeah, I was talking to uh, one of my buddies the other day. Um, he's big into UT football, and uh, we we pretty much have the same conversation. He's like, 
you know, if we don't even go to the playoffs, it's just like this is our best year we've had in a long time. Yeah, in a long time. Yeah. Best year best year I can remember in a long fucking time. Uh, you know, this year has a lot of, you know, magic to the year we won the championship in ninety eight, which was also with a black quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, T. Martin, shout out to <laughs> T. Martin. Uh, but you know, in '97 we got close with, man, with Peyton. You know, but that '98 year was special. That was a special year. Uh, but yeah, man, we'll see. We'll we'll just go see how it play out. I, I you know, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I mean, too. you know, even even if we were to make it into the playoff for the national championship. I don't think it's something that we would be playing for a national championship. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't, I don't think we would get into that game. Just because at that point, the level of competition. And we we ain't been we ain't been in that spotlight, you know, in a long, long time. Yeah. You know, so. But, hey, if we can make it into that four, I'm golden. Even if we don't, I'm cool. But man, I lose my shit. We make it into that four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is gonna be the shit, dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Shout, shout out Tennessee. U T V O L S Vols 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 or V A W L S, depending on what part, what county you're in. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one alone. He said it, not me. They used to make these fucking shirts and hats that said Vols like V A W L S, like the Vols. I've been trying to find that shit. For years, yeah, that's some north, that's some northeast Tennessee <laughs> shit. If I ever saw it, <laughs> we don't say that. We don't say that in southeast Tennessee or in West Tennessee. <laughs> and I say we because I'm from both places. <laughs> I've lived, I've lived all over this state. <laughs> I've lived in West Tennessee, southeast Tennessee, and northeast Tennessee. We're all we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we don't do that, man. You know, speaking of speaking of Tennessee, man, for some reason in the South, why was wrestling or wrestling so prevalent amongst people down here? You know, growing up in the South, it's like it was prevalent. Like if you wasn't watching wrestling, you was pretty much getting made fun of back in the day. Yeah. I think it goes back to just like, you know, we were talking a couple weeks ago about like SEC football and like, you know, the difference between the SEC versus like, you know, when I was living out West. It's like, a way of life down here. I mean, like UCLA football, like who gives a shit about nobody UCLA does. football? Even the Oregon Ducks. I mean, yeah, nobody, you know, yeah. football is a way of life down here. That fan base is not there. And I think that's, just, I, I think that's, I think that's like a big thing of the South where it's just like, you know, it's like you support your people and like you go hard in it. And I remember when I was in high school, um, I found uh, like apparently like Hampton football, the Hampton Bulldogs. Yeah, we played them when I was uh, at Dude, yeah. that fanship, like that their fan base, it's like I got called the N word when we played them motherfuckers. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, man, it's just like there's something Damn, like- man, Church Hill, Unicorn County. Fuck all them counties. Elizabethan. Yeah. Yeah, it gets dirty in the bottom of a football pile, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is about Southern people and like sports, but like you know, it's just like it's, I, I. That's a whole other podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I could get into it, but I'm not going to right now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, people get like fucking hog wild about sports here, and um, it's a way of life, man. That's what we do. I got my, you know, I me, mean, man. I got my Dallas Cowboys shit on today. I mean. 
You know, you brought out the Bill Dance Tennessee hat. <laughs> Gotta bring it back. Yeah, you had to run it back for the one time. I, you know what? Got got the little Tennessee koozie. I got you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I forgot my koozie today, but it's all right. We we know what we gonna make it. We gonna yeah. make it. I was, I was telling you about that video I was watching today. Like um, back in the day, like before like WWF happened. You know, it was like all regional yeah, kind of wrestling stuff. NWA. Uh, you know, had all, yeah. Yeah, that's where, like, Ric Flair, that's where NWA, Ric Flair ran NWA for years. You know, he was an NWA champion for years and stuff like that. Like, you know, he had all them regional regional things. And then, like, Vince McMahon's daddy bought up that ter- bought up them territories and created, like, the WWF. But, I mean, cut you off, but that just sparked that shit in my head. Yeah, because I, I was telling you about this um, <clears throat> this Vice video I watched earlier today, like Andy Kaufman and Jerry Jerry uh, Jerry the King Jerry, Waller. Yeah, Jerry Lawler. Because I, I was an Andy Kaufman fan back when I was in like elementary school and stuff. Just seeing as like you know, it's, Jerry the King Lawler, one of the best intercontinental champions to ever live in the WWF. Yeah, him and Jr. Best uh, commentators. Commentators, yeah. That's a, yeah. by God. We'll get to that. Stop the match. <laughs> He's dead. Stone Cold brought out a milk truck. <laughs> Stop the damn match. <laughs> He's got a family. <laughs> mankind is dead. Undertaker <laughs> killed mankind. <laughs> Fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, man. Just like historically speaking, like I was, I was watching this little Vice snippet of like. You know, uh, by God, Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman, like their feud in, uh, you know, I think it was like, what was it? Like the late seventies or something like that. And, um, you know, I was like, they both, they both were in on it. You know, like, they're just like, how can we, uh, how can we make this better? Like, you know, all like the David Letterman appearance, um, uh, the King giving him two Paul drivers in a row and taking an ambulance out, wearing that neck brace and everything. That was like the beginning of like, Wrestling as like when I was a kid growing up watching wrestling. Like I was about to say that wasn't the beginning of wrestling, but yes. It wasn't the beginning, but it was like the beginning of the era of the storylines and everything. If, yeah. Yeah, you know, I can go back into some like I, I was I was a big Ric Flair fan. Like I followed Ric Flair's history a lot. Yeah. I could take you back a little bit further with some of the things that he was doing and the fucking 70s and you know late 60s yeah and and shit the people and the people that who was mentoring him you know rick flair got his whole gimmick from one of his fucking mentors that he grew up watching wrestling in like the 40s and 50s Mm -hmm. and like and then he just took that gimmick and he expanded on it with you know with the with with the robe because that mother that dude Ric Flair wasn't the original Nature Boy. No, no, it no. was a Nature Boy before that. Ric oh. Flair took it and just blew it up. I'm the Rolex wearing, get you know, you know, you know, talking about his yeah, house yeah. Woo, you know, it's just like, and he he just took that and made it his own and put his own own little twist on it. And he was a major influencer in the game, man. Motherfuckers wanted to be like Ric Flair, especially motherfuckers where I come from. <laughs> You know, he had the fucking Rolexes, the fan, you know, fancy ass shoot, uh, suits, the chains, the he does fucking, fucking mink gators, coats and all that shit. The too. mink coats. Oh, oh, that hit hard. Yeah. 
And then, you know, he's talking about all the women he was getting. What was it? Cloud nine? Was it? No, uh, cloud nine? I'll take you up to cloud nine. You know? <laughs> you know, and like, he just, woo! I mean, motherfucker did a lot of coke. But <laughs> he drank a lot. He was drunk. He still he does. Was, not as much, because he almost killed him. He almost died a couple years ago. Cause of that shit, he's gonna cut it back some. He tried to hold. Yeah, yeah. He he's had a whole bit alcohol problem. Did you did you watch that man? His his last match? No, no. I had to. I had to go. I had to go night night. Had to had to get up at one o'clock in the Dude, morning. I I paid for that shit on wherever that service was. And like uh, me and my friend, like uh, from elementary school. Shout out to Adam. Um, we were we we were just texting. Fuck the, whole the time. bills. That's for Adam. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Not that Adam. Oh, Adam. Well, still other Adam fucked the bills. <laughs> but yeah, like we, me and my buddy Adam, we we're just texting the whole time. It's just like, is he gonna die tonight? Because like you know, like yeah, Rick Flair's. It's just like motherfucker's seventy two years old. He don't need to be out there. That last match, apparently, he drank a bunch of beers before, and that's why yeah. he's just like laying on the ground, <laughs> laying yeah, on he's the. He's probably purple. I seen clips of it. Motherfucker was purple. Yeah, because fucking breathe. Uh, fucking Jay, uh, Jay Lethal carried him through that whole match. And people that watch wrestling knows what I'm talking about when I say carry. So it's a whole, it's a, it's a, it's choreographed. It's like a choreography. Uh, it's like choreography. Am I saying that right? I feel choreography. There it is. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like fucking, uh, Nori on fucking drink chaps can't fucking talk right. He's fuck calm. He can't get right. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, choreography. It's a whole thing, man. It's just like, all right, you take the lead. I'm, you know, I'm gonna follow what you're gonna do. They have the whole outline. You know, I'm gonna take these bumps. You're gonna take these bumps. But if I start like just. I follow your lead. Like, they talk about that shit. Mm -hmm. And that's where people be like, it's fake. And it's all this shit. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, none of that shit, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy and them and, and Mick Foley and them did, that shit was real. Like, jumping out of them tacks, falling through that fucking cage from like 30 feet high and all that. Motherfuckers about died them days. <laughs> And, and you know that's why Matt. That's why fucking Jeff Hardy. You remember the Hardy Boys? That's that's why fucking Jeff Hardy got fucked up on like painkillers and drugs and shit. Cause he had to deal with the fucking pain. All them swine time dives off the fucking hell in the cell cage and all that shit. That shit hurts, dog. Yeah, yeah it's like those early mankind and what, what, was it Kane or Undertaker? This? Undertaker. That's when it was, it was Mankind and Undertaker. That's when JR is like, by God, he's dead. Stop the damn match. He has a family. <laughs> that's when he went. That's when Undertaker choke slammed him through the fucking steel cage. And then you later found out the steel cage wasn't supposed to fucking give. But it fucking gave. It was like six. Both of them were 300 pounds plus. It's over 700 pounds on 350 plus over 700 pounds on top of that fucking steel case. The first time they ever did hell in the cell match. They uh, Mick Foley and both and Mick Foley and Undertaker both has talked about this in interviews. When they got up there, they could hear the fucking pins in the springs. 
popping out of the fucking cage, you know, popping, bing, bing, bing. Mm-hmm. And like, Undertaker didn't want to do it. And Mick Foley's like, do it, do it, motherfucker, do it. You, you know, you're a bitch if you don't do it. You don't call Undertaker fucking bitch. <laughs> so Undertaker fucking did it. Undertaker thought he killed him. Like, that's why, if you go back and watch that match and you look, Undertaker looked the fuck away. Because he's like, oh, fuck, he's fucking dead. I fucking killed him. Because he, because, like, he was unconscious for it. Mick Foley was knocked the fuck out. His fucking tooth went through his fucking nose. Oh shit, I remember like, that. Like, yeah, like it was bad. He he and then he came to and they was gonna stop the match. He's like, hell no, we finishing this shit. Mick Foley's a G, dog. Dude, I read <laughs> he's his, crazy, but he's a G. I read his books, man. Like two of his books. They were very long, but like I read his books because like man, I was he just got a like, lot to talk about. Yeah, and I remember there's one Hell in the Cell match that he did where he jumped off the top of that motherfucker yeah. and did like a fucking uh, elbow. He did, he did like an elbow, elbow. I, drop elbow from was the it, top of. Was it Undertaker that he did that too? Yes, that was the same fucking match. Yeah, after he about died, he went up there and tried to kill himself again. See, matches like that made Undertaker uncomfortable. I've watched documentaries, dog. That's why I'm getting this info. <laughs> I'm that type of dude. But that matches like that made Undertaker uncomfortable. But he also realized the business and what. That's why, to me, that's why, to me, I think the Attitude Error was the best error in wrestling ever. Dude, it was so fucking good because. Man, you had Undertaker, Kane, Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind, like, and these. Man, they call you all kinds of sons of bitches. <laughs> and remember when it used to come on after the uh, Monday Night Raw used to come on uh, uh, right before the man show. Remember that shit on when it was, it was on like, TNN? It was like, it was like nine o'clock, and yeah. then like eleven o'clock would be the man show. Yeah, it was on when it was on TNN. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember that shit, man. That was man. It was good shit. My the attitude era was like you know that's that's when I started watching wrestling because. Uh, I think I started watching wrestling. I think it was like fifth grade, and um, uh, I can't do the math right now. But uh, <laughs> I started watching. Wrestling. It was a long ass fucking time ago. <laughs> so let's see. I'm gonna make you feel real old. I was in the fifth grade in the year 2000. That would have mean you was in the fifth grade in 1999. Nine nine, yeah, like nine old, eight, nine eight, nine old nine bitch, old fucking bitch, old gray haired motherfucker. I'm the one with the gray hair. I got more gray. How, how does that happen? I got more gray hair than you in my beard and in my. That's why I wear hats when, when we do this shit. Cause I got all this fucking gray hair. I look like. Never mind. That's gonna be racist. I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> that's gonna be racist to me and my people. <laughs> we we're not gorillas. <laughs> I lo- I love my people, <laughs> and I would never put us down like that. I never, I would. I'm starting to get like never put us down like that. I'm starting to get like many gray hairs in my beard. I got it here, 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 and I take. I got it all over here. Like what the fuck? I give about ten years for your whole head's white. (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, I gotta. We could be cousins, man. I got some Native American in me too. (laughs) They used to come. 
They used to call me uh, runs with deer in kindergarten. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> attitude error, baby. <laughs> listen, that was listen. Everybody got silent. I don't mean nothing by nothing, man. I'm just out here. But that's a true story, though, man. <laughs> that was a fucking true story. They said, Marcus, your name and your 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 Native American name would be Runs with Deer. And I took that for the longest time. I went to my uh, I went to my granddaddy with that because that's where the Indian, you know, the Native American blood come from. He was like, "Who the hell told you that bullshit, <laughs> dude?" When I was when I was growing up as a kid, I was like, oh, I'm from Alaska, and everyone's like, "Did you live in an igloo?" I had to listen to that shit from kindergarten up to like ninth grade. First of Sometimes all, sometimes even tenth grade. First of all, it ain't it Alaska ain't Antarctica. Second of all, <laughs> I mean, they live in houses up there. <laughs> I would presume. They do. <laughs> you know, they do live in houses up there. I mean, it's not like the whole land is a frozen tundra. Like the melting continent of Antarctica due to global warming, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> it's not the North Pole where supposedly Santa Claus live. It's fucking Alaska. It's close enough, but I mean, yeah, it's dark up there for like six months out of the year, and you know, there's some interesting. I watched the Alaskan frontier shit. There's some interesting motherfuckers that live up there. I ain't gonna lie. But them motherfuckers know how to survive. You know, we're going to get off that. That's for a different episode. But I'm going to just say, right here on fucking Impeccable Degenerates, you don't want to fuck with them Alaskan motherfuckers. They know how to... Them motherfuckers are fighting. Them motherfuckers are fighting bear. Like, they, they, there's no fear in them. <laughs> that big old brown grizzly too. Yeah, there's no, there's no fear in them motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what, man? Like... I don't even think I told you this, but that that's I right. think that's why he got in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there wrestling the damn grizzly bears. <laughs> no, the origin of, of young igloos because like my whole life, everybody's like, "Did you live in an igloo?" And I'm just like, "I'm owning that shit now." Hell yeah, bitch. Hell yeah. That's why I call myself Big Miles because everybody was like, "You're fat." I'm like, "I know," so I'm big. <laughs> and then Miles is acronym on my name. The Don, I'm the Don. Of you know what's fat. you know what's funny about that? When you told me that, um, you told me that like a few weeks ago. But uh, one of my buddies who like started to listen to the pod, he's like, Mastodon, Mastodon. Oh yeah, ancient archaeology. Exactly, man. <laughs> it's a bar. It's a bar, and no one's ever really realized that shit before. I'm on some. I'm on some higher intellectual shit sometimes. Attitude error, baby. Without meaning to. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> so, you know, this is what we do. That's, you know, this is what we do. But yeah, attitude error, man. Thank you for bringing me back to that. But had all the video games, man. That's like the big thing, too, because I had an N64. No Mercy. Uh, what was it? Um, no, uh, fucking No Mercy is my shit. And then, bef- and then there's WCW versus NWO Nitro. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. I'm getting the I'm getting the goosebumps again. That means it's a that means it's a gut thing. That's a G-O-O-D-T. Gut. And when you was playing it, you was gonna have a gat. That was a good ass time. Hell yeah. Can we get some shirts with that on there? 
kill you. Well, yeah, we might as well. Yeah. First of all, uh, people who watch this, uh, research that shit and let us know if that's copyrighted or not. And back to our regular programming. <laughs> What's up, bitches? Yeah. But no. Man, like, so do you remember WCW? I remember it. Do you remember before? This is before the Attitude Area era. This one, Stone Cold was in WCW. He had long blonde hair. They called him Stunning Steve Austin. <laughs> you remember that shit? No, man. I came in after that. Oh, shit. I remember because it used to come on on Saturdays. I remember when Triple H was on WCW as, as Hunter Worth Hemsley. And that's what told Triple H. He had Hunter, Hunter Hemsley. Yeah, that whole Triple H thing. I met Triple H, by the way. That motherfucker hands. I got big ass hands. So trip I'm five eleven. I'm five eleven two seventy. Triple H is six four two eighty. His hands is twice my size. <laughs> I believe it, dude. I've never seen anything like it. I I met him backstage. He's cool. Stephanie's a talker. Stephanie likes to talk. Triple H is like, Triple H, you know. Like, do the water thing. I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he appreciate that. But, yeah. But anyway, I digress. I don't Um, think I've ever met any uh, pro wrestlers face-to-face. Now that you mentioned it. I don't think I've I was on a privileged trip. I got to get backstage. Uh, shit, I met John Cena. That's another motherfucker. He's only six one. He was only that motherfucker's only a few inches taller than me. I outweigh him, but that motherfucker is fucking huge. He's six one, two hundred and fifty one pounds. I'm five eleven, two seventy. <laughs> and that motherfucker made me look like a midget. Like he that motherfucker's huge. And that's another motherfucker. We got about the same size hands. But that he's fucking built, man. That he's huge. And like and I got to talking to some some of them folks and they they was like, Yeah, he's like top five strongest people in the on the roster. Like you don't want to fuck with John Cena and like lifting. He'll outlift you any day of the week. They was like only people like could outlift him was like Mark Henry. Oh uh, shit, I remember him. Big show. You know, all the some of the bigger dudes. Brock Lesnar. He they he he said motherfuckers say Mark uh Brock Lesnar and John Cena is about on the same strength level. As far as strength rise. But Brock Lesnar's fucking beast. Um Brock Lesnar fights to kill. Uh, Brock Lesnar fights for real. Brock Lesnar is a fucking animal. I sound like Paul Heyman right now. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> but not for real though. You ever watch Brock Lesnar's USC fights? No, man. You know? Did you? First of all, did you? First of all, did you know Brock Lesnar played in the NFL? Yeah, yeah. Played for the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, he's. 
practice squad motherfucker, but he was on the fucking team. Yeah. He's all American wrestler in college in Minnesota. All American wrestler in college. Like real real wrestling. Not not W I'm talking about Olympic style, collegiate style wrestling. All American wrestler. He 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 qual if I get the story right, I believe he qualified for the Olympics, but he fucked his knee up or some shit like that. And then he went to football. He was all American. He he played all American in football. He uh didn't play a lick of football for college. Tried out for the fucking Minnesota Vikings. They signed him to the fucking practice squad. Played for like a season. I think he played in like one or two games. He got cut. And then he went to uh, UFC, um, you know, MMA type stuff. Dominated. Won the belt a couple times. Got hurt. Got in some trouble. Roids. Uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon picked him up. He was a beast. So Brock Lesnar came in with John Cena. It was like I was, 2002 was like. The change of the guard for like wrestling, because that was like the end of the at, uh, attitude era. All them motherfuckers like The Rock, uh, Stone Cold, they was kind of fading out by like two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand two became the John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and the Randy Orton era. That's about the time where I stopped watching wrestling. Oh man. It was still good. It was still good. So, that era right there, it was still good until about 2008, 2009. That's when they hit the PG era. So, between 2002 and 2010, they call that the... uh, Ruthless aggression era sparked by John Cena. Um, those are good years. Those are good years. Very, very good years. That's when Eddie Guerrero was finally getting the recognition he deserved. May he rest in peace. You know, that was that was JBL. That was good years. That was good wrestling going on right there. About 0809 into 2010, that's where it kind of like died for me. And honestly, it hasn't started picking up for me until the last five years. Actually, even then, it was kind of dry. Uh, but since Vince retired, And Triple H is in charge. Because he's married to Stephanie, who's mm-hmm. Vince's daughter. I know. Triple H bringing that old school back. And I watch, it, it's nice. It's nice now. It's all right now. I, I have hope. What fucking channels that shit on now? Uh, they, so on Friday nights, they're on Fox. Monday nights, they're still on, like, USA. And then, like, their pay-per-views, if you have a pay uh, 
uh, subscription to the Peacock Network. Yeah. You can watch all the pay-per-views. Hmm. So they used to have their own network, but called the WWE Network. You pay $9.99 a month. It's kind of like Netflix, but you pay uh, $9.99 a month, and you can watch all the pay-per-views and stuff live, you know. Uh, But Vince sold that to NBC uh, for like, dang, it was close to close to a billion dollars. So the, I think I was five hundred million, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was it it was a lot of millions that he sold that to NBC for, and uh, then Vince got caught up in some uh, adultery scandals and. His seventy-five-year-old ass decided to retire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like handed the ship over to Stephanie and Triple H, and Triple H just took over creative. Stephanie runs the money shit, and it's been it's been some good wrestling. There's been some good wrestling ever since WWE has. Uh, They've rebranded themselves to me. Um, I, another company, I don't know, AEW. I don't know if you know about that. I so the son, the son of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, the the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars owns it, and his son Tony Khan runs the company. Fucking rich billionaires, billions on top of billions of dollars they have. And uh, that's where fifty-year-old ass Chris, you remember Chris Jericho? Oh that's, yeah. That's where Matt Hardy went there. Jeff Hardy went there. Um, they got a lot of old WWE talent there, but they're doing good work there too. They got a lot of young motherfuckers coming up. Like MJF is gonna be a man. He's gonna be a motherfucker. If he was on WWE, he'd be a fucking He'd be a fucking superstar. He's already a star, but if he had the push and the credibility that WWE could give to him, that motherfucker would be a superstar. It's just his mic skills, his his in-ring skills is okay, but it's just, he's just like a natural heel. You know, his mic skills, he reminds me of like, I'm going to throw some names up and see if you remember he reminds me of a young Chris Jericho mixed with a with a with a young Edge or a Christian. No, not Edge, but young Chris Jericho and a Christian. Yeah, I remember Christian. Yeah, yeah. Christian's on. He's on AEW. 40, 45 years old. Jeez. He go by Christian Cage now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 45 years old up there. Damn, we old, dog. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we're not. Yeah, we ain't there yet. But yeah, <laughs> we're getting there, though. But yeah, man, this is like a lot of, there's a lot of changes, man. Like, you know, I don't want to dwell on too much on the new stuff, but shit, you know, this, uh, The Rock's cousin, Roman Reigns, this motherfucker's been champion for two and a half years. Killing it as a heel. Killing it. And that wasn't Vince's idea. That was Triple H's idea. And he's been fucking killing it. Been the top star. Killing it. 
killing it. And motherfuckers used to hate him. Now they love him. Because Vince was trying to push him, push him, push him, push him. Trying to make him like The Rock is a good guy. Is a baby face. And we was always like, don't John Cena us. Because that's how John Cena was. John Cena was killing his heel. They turned him baby face. And then they kept him baby face. And then he got boring. Do, do you remember Booker T? Five times. WCW champion, baby. Five times. The Spinner Rooney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's his fucking brother's name? Uh, Harlem, Harlem Heat. Stevie Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harlem um, Heat. Stevie did, Ray. I used to play um, WWF. Used to have a card game back in the day. Um, yeah, I remember that. And the, the and the, the the you'd have like one deck for like one wrestler. So I chose Booker T. <laughs> and like I still got this fucking card set at my mom's house. And like there's like a Spinner Rooney card where he's still <laughs> Booker T still works for WWE. Yeah, dude. Booker T like five five time WCW champion. Five time. Five times and hit that spinning Rooney on your ass. Me and my buddy Jamin, we used to just like <laughs> hey, get them drunk. Five times, five times. <laughs> we used to, we used to like do that and like try to like do the dance stuff on the floor. Yeah. We, we can never do that. This was like I was like I never tried spinning Rooney. That's that you got one up. It's on like me. sixth or seventh grade. We tried to do that shit. We like, no, I I, <laughs> I knew I knew from the, I knew from the bat that I couldn't do that. We'd be in the basketball gym. We'd like be like. Five time WCW champion, sucker, and then like sucker, <laughs> I try to spin around. Hey, we do shit. hey, you you ever watched when uh, he was in WCW? I don't know if you watched it live, but have you ever seen the reel of the clip? The reel or the clip? Mean Gene Okerson, may he rest in peace, was interviewing him. And it's talking about Hulk Hogan. And Booker T fucked up. And he was saying something that's like, Hogan, we're going to get you, nigga! <laughs> Stevie Ray was like, and then his wife Charmaine was like, and then and like Booker T realized he fucked up. And then he went like this, and he was... <laughs> <laughs> mean Gene Mean Gene was cool He was And this was Blah 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 He just finished the segment But yeah He wasn't supposed to say that shit <laughs> Do you remember uh, Bubba Ray and Devon? Devon Get the table 3D Yeah I remember that shit Shout out Shout out to my buddy Jason Man we was That's what we used to call ourselves Was D uh Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley. Yeah, I like to give a shout out to my friend Devin. Um we used to watch that shit too. And uh I always be like, Devon, what's up, big dog? <laughs> Devon, go get the table. That's the only thing though, man. Why send the black dude go get the table? Bubba, you go get the table sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the attitude area, that's some special man. Remember they uh remember when they brought in uh Spike Dudley? Spike Dudley? Oh man, I don't know if I can remember that. That was WCW. They brought in Spike Dudley. He was a little skinny dude about this big round. <laughs> you know. <laughs> they brought him in for like comedy effect and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, man, I remember all that shit. Man, I remember I remember uh, 
Billy Kidman Cruiserweight Championship matches in WCW. I remember Rey Mysterio Jr. and Billy. That was some epic matches between them two for the Cruiserweight Championship. I remember before, I remember in WCW when motherfuckers wasn't really paying attention to Eddie Guerrero. And I remember watching Eddie Guerrero as a kid. It was like, that motherfucker's about to be about to be something. And then when he left WCW and went to WWE, although he was on the steroids a little bit, that's what gave him cardiac arrest. But he was on the steroids, and he blew the fuck up. And when he beat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship, Back there, well, it's 2000, 2004, 2003, 2004. I, I was like, finally, finally, this motherfucker is getting the recognition that he finally fucking deserves because he's a fucking superstar. Yeah, man, like the LWO and everything, like especially when, when Ray Mysterio came in and um, oh, this other dude's name, I can't remember. Conan! <laughs> no, 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 no. There's Conan, but there's like another dude who like did the whole kind of Lucha Libre. Um, oh, the, uh, he's on he AEW. He like a scorpion. Yeah, he's on AEW. He's a, he's a commentator on AEW now. Yeah, because he kind of reminded me of like uh, a person from Mortal Kombat. I can't remember what his fucking name was. And, uh, he's, I know who you're talking about. He's comment. He still wears the same get up. He's a commentator on AEW now. Dude, so like years ago, I went to Mexico City. And um, I think it was like the night before I was supposed to go back home. Um, we went to go see a Lucho Libre match downtown hey, and they dude, go hard dude it they was go so fucking hard dude this lucha libre match that like we saw i think it's like two hours it was like the coolest thing ever fucking seen. they go hard oh my man. fucking god man like they, they they would have like um you know the dude that's, walking with popcorn that's beer. where ray come up on the yeah lucha libre style yeah i mean like the lucha libre style. they're doing all the acrobatics they're they're like jumping from the top thing and doing flips and everything like I, that was like the most impressive like thing I've seen in a very long time. Man, them motherfuckers go hard, man. Like, I've never seen, I've never seen Lucha Libre in live action. I've always wanted to. Because I know that. That would blow my mother. Bro, I want to go to Japan. You, What do you know about Japan wrestling? Oh, that style of wrestling. Oh, oh, bro, 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 bro. They mother... Mm. Take, put Lucha Libre style wrestling and put it on steroids. I mean, not like steroids. I'm just saying, like, take the acrobatic shit and yeah. then throw some, like, crazy shit, crazier shit into it. Like, them motherfuckers wrestle, wrestle. Like, that's some good shit, Japan wrestling. That's some good shit. That's good shit. They take it serious and they ain't scared to take bumps. That's some good shit, man. It's good shit. Only thing, only thing about like WWE and all that AEW and all that. Only thing I will say, the wrestling is good. It has it's improved the technique, the styles these people use. G O O D T is good. <laughs> all that's good. Some of the storylines of fucking trash it's fucking trash dude this whole attitude area man like we kind of like, that's why the attitude area had everything we came up in that area that that time where it's just like 
dude, the best, one of my favorite, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, segments, not segments, but like the best, um, rivalry was, uh, Stone Cold and Kurt Angle. Oh, 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 the, the milk and the beer. Yeah. The milk truck. Yeah. The milk truck. I remember watching that. It was like Monday Night Raw. It was like, that's the last thing you saw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Stone Cold was the fucking shit. My, I liked it. My, one of my favorite rivalries from then was Stone Cold and The Rock. Oh, God. That was one of the best ones. Because. Stone Cold had kind of solidified himself as the top guy. The Rock started, you know, he had to climb the ladder a little bit. And then he was about right here. And then he got on even kill with Stone Cold. And their chemistry together, when they would work, I've never seen anything like it. It's like they knew what the other person was going to do, say. It was seamless, and it felt real. And, like, Stone Cold hit the rock with a stunner. The rock would do some, like, weird acrobatic shit after he got hit with it. Did you know? Did you know uh, they had bets? They would bet, like, cases of beer. The Rock was like, I bet you I bet you a case of beer when you hit me with a stunner tonight. I won't have the the best sell ever. And I'll bet you a case of beer. And if it wasn't a good sell, Stone Cold gave him a case of beer and they drank it together. <laughs> and, then, you know, like, that was fucking cool as fuck. Like, they had a brotherhood back then. Uh, I feel like t- nowadays everybody's, like, competing for spots. Who can make the most money? Them motherfuckers, yeah, they want to make the most money, but at the same time, it's like a understanding. It's like a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. It's like a fraternity. I don't think that's that's the same level right now. No one really has a lot of chemistry with each other, unless you're like Roman Reigns and like Seth Rollins. They got chemistry together. Roman Reigns and his cousins, the Usos, who's also the Rock's cousins, who's also, so the Usos, Jay and Jimmy Uso, they're twins. You know who their daddy is? Hmm. Rikishi. Shit. You remember Rikishi? Yes, I do, man. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I did. I did did it again. You did it it again. (laughs) But yeah, Rikishi, motherfucker, man. 450 pound motherfucker come out to the ring, hit the worm on you, <laughs> put you in the corner, put his booty in your face. <laughs> That's where eating booty came from. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers relieve the ring with pink eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Like, man, the attitude error to me, though, is still like the best error in wrestling. Oh, man. It was incredible because it's like, even if I was an adult, like even if if I were to like not have any context about that period of wrestling, and if I were to watch that today, like I would be entertained. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna come out in a in a zamboni, spr- spraying beer on folks? 
<laughs> you know, who's going to bring a Miller Lite beer truck in the fucking arena and spray beer on folks? Who's going to stand in the fucking middle of the ring flipping motherfuckers off while drinking fucking beer? Rock, rock, come down here, have beer. You have beer at me? You have beer at me? Yeah, boom, cheers. Mm, drink, chug the beer. Fuck you, give him a stunner. Then you hear the glass break. Dun, 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 dun. And then and then the memories is just hearing, do you smell with the rock? It's good. Dun, 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 rock set, like. Dude, <sighs> we, we, honestly, man, we could probably do about like three or four episodes on this About shit. the Attitude Era. <laughs> And I don't even know if we can cover all of it. No, we couldn't. Hey, do you remember D-Lo Brown? D- uh, yes, I do remember D-Lo <laughs> he had, Brown. He had one of the best intro music of all time. He come out. <laughs> he just went <laughs> back and forth. And he gets ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> there's Mark Henry. There's the whole China thing. I mean, yeah. I don't even know. Like, it, It's just so much. Yeah, man. It's Oh, God. That was so. Generation X, Xbox. Oh, jeez. Oh, I got two words for you. <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> if you didn't know, oh, yeah. you better ask somebody. <laughs> it's like Jeff Jarrett. That's who Ric Flair played in his last match. Yeah, yeah. God, Jeff Jarrett. God damn, breaking fucking guitars off a motherfucker's I think head. He's from Nashville. Yeah, he is. He's a homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like God bless man. That old shit. Uh, man, I used to. This is how I first got into wrestling. So, my godfather, my uncle Paint, that was his real name, Paint. Not a nickname. His fucking name was Paint. Well, his middle name was Paint. His first name was Nathaniel. My uncle Paint got me into it. I used. He lived in East St. Louis. Uh, East St. Louis, Illinois. We used to go up there all the time. And he showed me old 70s wrestling shit. Road dog. Uh, you know, bull, you know, the black, black motherfucker. Uh, Hulk Hogan when he first came out. Andre the Giant. And he showed me. My first time I watched WrestleMania 3. He had it on fucking tape. That's how old I am. <laughs> and I watched that shit. Ming Jing Oakland was there. He's young. Young Ming Jing. I was like, this shit's great. This one this is when Vince McMahon's daddy was still alive and Vince McMahon was on the commentary table. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how long ago that was. Uh, the hand, but he had recorded on videotape, and I was like, "Bull junkyard dog, Mister T, Hulk Hogan when he was first starting out, British Bulldog." Oh, yeah. I remember him. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. 
The cream will always rise to the top. Yeah, that motherfucker did a lot of cocaine. Um, off topic. I it's just popping in my head. I'm sorry. Squirrel, squirrel moment. Uh, you ever listen to Randy Savage's rap album? I had no idea that shit existed. You want to? You want other facts? How do you not know that existed? I didn't. It came out in like, what was it, 2000? It was 2001. It was 2001 or two. Yeah. Never heard of it. But did you ever see Wonder Years or um, what's the other fucking show? The Wonder Years or uh, Boy, Boy Meets World? Yeah. Ben Savage and Fred Savage are Randy Savage's sons. Sons, yeah. I knew that. I didn't. Hello. <laughs> Big boss, you there? I'm here. I'm just freaking hey, Hello. Does not compute. <laughs> I didn't know he know I didn't know he had a fucking album, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, listen to that shit. Hogan, you're a bitch. <laughs> Hogan. <laughs> yeah, he got off. Full flip is right before it's couple years. He released that a couple years before he died. Full fledged rap album. He don't cuss on it. Only thing he says like hell and damn. But other than that, he, he don't really cuss. He don't cuss on it. This is when he. This is after he found God and everything. And you know, fuck you, Hogan. I guess I, I think he did say fuck you, Hogan though. Fuck you, Hogan. He, you know, but cocaine and steroids killed that motherfucker. That's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cream will always rise to the top. Man, we started this episode. I was like, yeah, we'll be able to like talk about everything and like slap it to a slim gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like we started this episode, and I was just like, yeah, we'll probably be able to talk about everything and like our time frame and. uh we now, can't. I'm, now I'm realizing it's going to take at it's least gonna, like three it, more we episodes. Got, we got about two, three more episodes. There's this so shit. many fucking wrestlers. I we just, got wrestlers. I, man, I can dive into the history of motherfuckers. I didn't do a whole documentary. We can do a whole three-hour documentary on my wrestling knowledge. Because I was deep, deep into that shit. D-E-E-P-T? <laughs> no, not deeped. <laughs> I said deep. That's D-E-E-E-P. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> He's still trying to figure out Ebonics. It's all right. <laughs> but you know what? We're we going to end it right there, though. We're going to end it right there. Yeah, it's about time to uh, smoke a cig. Regroup. I don't smoke, though. <laughs> but we're going to get something to eat. You already know what it do. It's Big Mazda Don. It's Young and Glue. And this is Impeccable Degeneres. You know. Thanks for tuning in this week. See you next time. We appreciate y'all. <laughs>